Brainstorming and pitching ideas is the funnest part of the creative process. We decided to skip the boring part of actually making stuff and just do the fun part. I'm comedian Tom Walma. I'm Marcus Owens. I'm Ahmed Mansour. I am Tyler Sonicson. And this is Creativity Wasted. My idea isn't really like an invention. It's more a pharmaceutical, I believe. First off, I'm just going to preface this. I didn't know Marcus Oland, uh, the king of weed comedy, was going to be on this podcast today. But my idea was a pill you could take to get unhigh. <laughs> you ever, Whoa. Like, you ever been high and then something happened where you really need to not be high for? And you're like, fuck. Today? This podcast? Yes. <laughs> you, exactly. Well, it doesn't really matter. I got a message at 6.55, like, oh, yeah, are you going to call in? I was like, fuck, I forgot about the podcast. So. That's also the first time that anyone has ever seriously been like, oh, man, I, I cannot be high to do this podcast. <laughs> That's true. I had a job interview. Actually, uh, I, I don't know. Some of you guys know I used to work at One Night Stands Comedy Club for like three weeks before they fired me. <laughs> so I... Uh, I had my job interview that I forgot about, and I got high beforehand, and that's when I really needed that invention, but I went over there, and I got the job, and then I lost the job like three weeks later, but they probably shouldn't have even hired me, but hey, what can you do? Wait, you forgot about it completely, or you forgot about it? Well, I forgot about it until my phone notified me, but at that point, I was like already like, I had like just basically eaten an edible, like. 15 minutes beforehand and it was like a 40 minute drive and I'm like this is going to be intense yeah so you you showed up late and high and you still got the no not not late not late I showed up on time my my phone notified me I told you I I put like an hour alarm beforehand remind me but well the thing I um, put like two hours beforehand before I got high because I'd forgotten up until that point well I mean what I've heard and I don't know what the actual proof on this is, but just what I've heard is that CBD actually, like, if you take CBD, it reduces the effect of a THC. So I've I've heard, like, if you're, you know, you're smoking weed or whatever, you're getting high, and then you take CBD, it'll actually reduce the effect of the high. I don't this know if is, that's true. This is such a Dr. Marcus Oland recipe. It's, <laughs> hey, you know what will fix you from being high? More weed, but just a different kind <laughs> different. of weed. But it, yes, exactly. yes, this is just what I've Here. heard. Here, fix your weed problem with more weed. <laughs> this is just what I've heard, okay? You know what? I heard it on Joe Rogan, so it has to be true. Um, my point is, I don't know what else would do it. I mean, you could take it, but it'll get rid of that high real fucking quick. I'm just trying to think of that I've done. Thing right now, Marcus, is replacing your high with something else. Sure. You're not, yeah. You're not, what? <laughs> this isn't the cure to highness. This is just, hey, do you want a different kind of high? Hey, I'm trying to be creatively wasted over here, and you're not letting <laughs> me have my space. You're talking about an interview. I had an interview one time, and I was very high before it, and I was kind of in the same situation as you, right? I think I had eaten an edible or something. I don't know. I was very high. So then I took some, like I just said, and went to the interview. And I have to say, that didn't make it better. It made it significantly worse because then I was just high on it. I was like sweating <laughs> and talking too fast, but still high. And I definitely, it didn't, I didn't get it. It was for a scholarship and I did not get it. So, um, <laughs> oh, shit. 
Yeah. Dare scholarship into that way. You ever you ever get that side effect uh, when you when you're high where like you're thinking you're saying something but you didn't say it out loud or you might have said it out loud but you're like oh did I say that out loud and then you say it again so you're just saying the the same thing over again but just like really fast yeah just all basically. these high thoughts is faster <laughs> yeah and it was weird because um, some of the people in the interview were people that I worked with. Like I had an on-campus job that I worked with some of the people, so they knew me too, and I was just like, "Oh God, it was such a disaster, dude, top to bottom." And I was like, "Fuck," but yeah, so maybe that isn't the best answer for your solution here. Now, if you're high for a job interview, would you be less stressed out or more stressed out? I don't know. Depends. I mean, it, it would probably depend on what kind of high you have, what kind of job it's for. For me, like an interview is more about how prepared you are. So if you're not prepared, it doesn't matter if you're high or not. I feel like you're going to be nervous. And if you are well prepared and you know what the job is, you kind of know the business and stuff like that, I feel like it makes it easier. So maybe then we would make you a little calmer and help out. But I don't know. It really depends. I don't want to blame weed on this one. I think it depends on the interview. Would you recommend weed and in like, a recreational setting, not like for sure an interview. Yeah, because it's yeah. it sounds awesome. Like just being high but faster. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of combos you can do out there. You know, you can do the weed, and you can do the weed and the beer. You can do and weed and beer. There's so many different combinations that you can do like to get high. Just unexplored frontier. They're like fuck Marco Polo. You're like Marcus Polo. Exactly. Adventuring into the new frontier of... Uh, More like Marcus of- YOLO, <laughs> am I right? Oh, got him. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so the idea... What was the idea again? <laughs> I, I'm saying that I'm totally not I think, high. I, think I just need, forgot. I think you need that pill, uh, Tom. Yeah. Um, oh, to be yeah, on high. Anti-weed pill. Like an anti-high yeah, anti- pill. But just, but just weed. It doesn't work for other drugs that... Hell, might I'll take it for all the drugs. Basically, when you're high, whatever kind of high you have at an inopportune time, if we're well, just I mean, going out like dreams into the wind, then yes, I'd like a pill for every single kind of high. But see, you, you would need something that would inhibit... Um, and now, now I'm talking out of my ass cause I don't really know how it works, but I'm guessing like when you get high, there's things in the weed that, uh, you know, attach to receptors in your brain that create that high, right? Yeah. So you'd yeah, have to somehow block, you block you'd have to block that. Yeah, exactly. No, that's, that's so, absolutely right. That's what I'm saying. This is fucking like doable. I believe like with, with enough scientists on it, you could probably make a pretty effective one. Like, like, coffee is an anti-sleep drug, you know? Like, caffeine is an anti-sleep drug. It's basically just blockers, right? Because well, you're sleeping. What you're creating is a pill that makes you depressed. Because it would block uh, your reset, right? It, like, because if, if you're high, well, it makes you normal. And if you're normal, it just makes you depressed because it blocks all the receptors. I think, no, I don't think THC is the same thing because, like, cocaine elicits, like, dopamine rush, not weed. So, like, yes, the opposite of, like, cocaine, the anti-cocaine pill, if you were to take it without cocaine, you would be depressed. Yeah. And they actually did that. That's actually a real thing. Like, you can actually Google this. There was a study about addiction 
where they were basically like they found the cure to addiction, right? Because they basically just gave this pill that like prevented people from like receiving dopamine, right? And it completely backfired. Well, at first it worked and they were like, this is amazing. No one has the need to like get high or, or do anything they're addicted to. And then like several months later, the people who were on this drug, like 60% of them killed themselves. That's crazy. But yeah, 60% of them killed themselves because like essentially when you remove like all of your pleasure response, nothing makes you happy anymore. Sure, you're not addicted to smack anymore, but like at the expense of all happiness. Yeah, that sounds brutal, man. It's kind of like the idea that it's better to have loved and lost than to have never have loved. It's better to be happy on drugs than to never be happy ever, right? <laughs> exactly. Ideally, you can be happy off of drugs. Let's just put that yeah, out well. there. <laughs> but yeah, cut, cut give that him the out. two. Give him the two. Instead of a pill, maybe the Neuralink or like a deep brain electrical stimulation could uh, temporarily shut off the highness, the dopamine whatever. Yeah, once they have those Neuralink things and once they perfect it, we're talking about how technology has to evolve with wash machines, dude. That Neuralink thing is going to suck at first. But eventually they're going to get it so good that you can just, without any sort of drugs, you can just, you can just adjust the brain levels, right? And you can be like, I want to be more oh, high. Shit. I want to be less high. I want to be whatever. That's fucking, yeah, that's fucking intense. Yeah, man. I'm excited for that. Like it's like an app on your phone that's kind of like electromagnetically like wired into your nervous system. Or you could have you could have like an orgasm that lasts an hour, two hours, if you want. Yeah, I feel like at that point you got to get on with your day. But <laughs> well, not during coronavirus, baby. Yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> what, what do we have going on? Green big, as they say. <laughs> Hook me up, dude, bad that, boy. That four-hour quarantine come, dude. Just all day, just. <laughs> You got to call your doctor after that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if that would. It'd be interesting to, because uh, some of that is chemical based, isn't it? Like maybe your body runs out of that chemical after so many minutes, and you can't Probably, stimulate it yeah. with electricity, or maybe you can. Who knows? I think some things, like the chemical, doesn't go away. It just needs to jump from one place to another, right? That's that's where the electricity comes in. Oh, you don't, like, piss it out once it's been used? Yeah, I don't think you're going to, like, be ejaculating for an hour. You would run out pretty quickly within, like, a few seconds. Well, yeah. Otherwise, you'd just be, like, a raisin at the end of that hour. Like, you would have just shriveled up and died. But isn't, like, dopamine, even the brain chemical, isn't that produced by some gland or something that could run out? I don't know. I'm an engineer, not a doctor. Yeah, I don't know either. Maybe our geographer? <laughs> I mean, I, I do. Uh, that's a little bit outside my realm of expertise, sadly. I know the laws of improv say yes and, but I'm not going to yes and that. That would just paint myself into a corner immediately. And <laughs> nobody say with come. I had an idea for the podcast. I called it Happiness Coma. And the idea was that, yeah, the, the dopamine would run out after a few minutes or whatever. So then you would just go into a coma until that gland produces enough of the dopamine and then you wake up again and that once they cure aging why not do that so you're basically simulating depression or like no. you simulate through your depression and then no. you get to the happy part 
while you're just in a coma during the dopamine replenishment period. Right, right. Yeah, that's manic depression, not just depression. <laughs> I have it. Yeah, but you're like sleeping through the depression part and you wake for the manic part. Oh, well, well, no, that's, that's what exactly I mean with the simulation. Happened. My manic depression, I'm like depressed and in bed. Well, I take mood stabilizers now, so that's actually been working a lot. But yeah, that's a thing. You're just in bed, basically. I mean, not a coma, but you skip out on work and life and stuff. And then three days, you're just like doing five shows a night and not sleeping. And then, yeah, you replenish that dopamine for the three weeks that follow. This kind of sounds like that thing from that one James Bond movie, Die Another Day, where the villain from Die Another Day, he like he puts some mask thing on and it rejuvenates his brain so he has to sleep like seven minutes a day and that's it. So this is doable too, I think. If you're doing a podcast or a show you want to plug, you can plug it. Open Mike's podcast every uh, Tuesday and we're going to try to do a, a second weekly episode Saturday morning. Open Mike's podcast. Check it out. Didn't you... Do a, a TV special? Oh, yeah. The Getting Off Comedy Special on uh, Amazon Prime. You can check that out, too. Cool. But, yeah, th thanks again for uh, doing the podcast. I'll see you guys around if they ever open up the comedy clubs. For sure. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate it. Bye. Take it easy. Yep. Bye. Take it easy, Ahmed.